Hey, what's up everybody? It's Coach Cody and today I want to share with you guys seven simple nutrition principles that you must be doing. So here's the issue. Right now there are more podcast books and information on fitness than ever. But which ones have the best information? Which ones will help you grow as a person the most? Which ones will get you to the next level in your life? Those are the questions and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Coach Cody Smith and this is the Create Yourself Podcast. you guys and welcome back to the show today. Today I'm going to share, like I said, seven simple nutrition principles just to help you really to get some easy wins on your nutrition. And right now things are tough, right? We are all locked down. Um, Every podcast I'm recording right now is centered around like how can you move forward during this quarantine time, during this time where things are tough. I mean, you're stressed on your routine, you're stressing your nutrition, you're likely falling off with your uh, training. I mean, there's there's tons of things that people are feeling with right now. And ultimately, last week, this came from, you know, I was having a conversation with a client. And I was like, what are some simple wins that I can give to this person to help them to move forward? So I essentially came up with these uh, principles and I shared them with them. And, and, and it allowed this person to, to start to take some steps to move forward. So um, before we jump into the show today, you guys, I want you to go ahead and take a screenshot on your phone. I want you to tag me in it. I am at Coach Cody Smith. And then I want you to go ahead and post on your Instagram story. The reason why I ask you guys to do that is because podcasting has changed my life, you guys. Literally listening to coaches like myself in the past, the information that they share, and then taking their principles and applying it literally helped to change my life. Uh, literally the first podcast I listened to was a podcast called Barbell Business, and it started to open my eyes to the world of self-education. There was books in there that they recommended, and I started reading books, I started listening to podcasts, I started downloading audiobooks, and that helped. That self-education helped me to move forward. So what I've set out to do with this podcast when I started it uh, a little over a year and a half ago, and uh, it, it's pretty cool because this week, uh, you know, when I, by the time I, at the time I'm recording this, it is... Uh, April 30th, Corona season, and um, we just got 10,000 downloads for the year. And that's a huge deal considering the first couple, you know, the first, I don't know, I don't know, probably three to four months of recording this show, I'd get anywhere from like maybe 20 to 30 listeners, and I'm sure half of them were my family. But now that it's a big deal. We've got 10K downloads, and it's April, and we've got the whole rest of the year to go. So that's awesome. That's an awesome uh, milestone that we have hit with this show. So we want to get this this show into more people's hands to help to provide that same value that um, you listening to this and, and I uh, recording this for you and listening to podcasts have been able to change our lives with this type of information. So again, take a screenshot on your phone, post it on your Instagram story, and then tag me in it. I am at Coach Cody Smith. And uh, without any further ado, you guys, let's go ahead and jump into the principles for the day. So I can't tell you how many times either, you know, other people or myself have like overcomplicated the dieting process. I used to think there was always a secret code. And I remember when I got into CrossFit um, way back in the day, and obviously I've kind of transitioned out of that a little bit. Um, when, I, when I originally got into training, there was this thing called the zone diet. And the zone diet was something that was inside of the CrossFit like training manual and it was this very complicated way of doing things, and it was based off of this block system. So you're supposed to have X amount of blocks of protein, X amount of blocks of carbs, X amount of blocks of fat, and I had no idea what that number actually meant. You know, I wasn't weighing it, I was just kind of eyeballing it, 
And I did this zone system for a long time. And I always felt terrible. Like I never really felt good. And and, and and I was so tied in because I was like, I was like, this is super complicated. It has to work. It has to be the way that I'm going to get, you know, ripped and shredded. And it has to be the way that I'm going to help my clients. And I just chased this and I chased this and nothing changed. And this went on for years and years and years. Uh, and, and I say that it was probably like two years. It felt like forever. And I just didn't get results. And ultimately I sat down and I was like, I have to figure out how to change this. Because right now what I'm doing, this complicated system, other than stressing me out, is doing nothing to help me to move forward. And, and I don't know about you guys, but I can't continue to, to do the same thing over and over again without any getting any real change. <clears throat> and this led me eventually to something called paleo. And, and paleo is obviously eating a bunch of protein, sticking to fruits and vegetables mostly. It's essentially a low-carb diet. And I did this for another year or two years and still just could not get results. And eventually I stumbled on a book called um, Flexible Dieting by a lady by the name of Chrissy Mae Cagney. And it introduced me to a world of tracking macros and calories. And uh, I started to really learn the types of things and how much I should eat to, you know, to progress in a certain direction in my body. And it was the first time that I started to look at food a little bit differently. And this led me down down a world of self-education and nutrition and brought me into the world of nutrition science and, and how these different principles apply. And then once I started using and tracking my macronutrients, I started to really learn how big of a deal um, some of these simple principles are, like eating enough protein, um, tracking what you're eating, creating awareness. And this led me for the first time to where you know, there was a, a period of time, that, and this was unsustainable, but this was a period of time to where I made it down to, I think, like 8.9% body fat. And I had abs for the first time in my life. And that had been something that I literally chased for probably 15 years. And it was nice to finally get that. And it all came through nutrition education and some of these very principles that I'm going to share with you guys today. So uh, I'm super excited to share with you because, um, listen, guys, we want long, sustainable results. And we want things that are going to be simple because the more complicated things are, the more uh, likely you are to not stick to them. So that runs me right into principle number one. Okay. So principle one, number one to completely change your nutrition, keep it plain and simple, guys. The more complicated your prep and your cooking is, like I said before, the more issues you're going to have sticking to it long term. Now think about this. When you sit down to eat, or you you make the you know you make the act to where you're gonna go eat, and you've got this big elaborate meal that you need to plan out, and you uh, you know you got to get all these different ingredients together, and you've got to put the ingredients here, you got to cook for X amount of time, you got to make sure you have the things that you need. I mean, it just gets super complicated, and I mean this happens all the time with clients that I see is that you know they're like. Hey, it's so hard to meal prep. Hey, it's so hard to hit these numbers. Hey, and then I go in and I look at their their my fitness pals or their diet logs or I ask them what they're eating, and it's usually some overly complicated recipe. Hey, coach, how do I put this recipe into my fitness pal? And then it's more complicated because you got to log into the desktop. You got to punch in all the ingredients. You got to punch in how many servings you're gonna have. You got to punch in the exact everything, and it just adds more and more layers to it. So just know that the more complicated your food is to prepare, the more likely you are to stop. And then you have to start to think, 
like what am how am I gonna hit my carbs? How am I gonna hit my protein? How am I gonna hit my fats? All these things are in this recipe. So the more plain and simple things are, the easier it is, the easier it is for you to say, okay, this plain sweet potato is my carbs. This chicken breast is my protein. This avocado is my fat source. And you can actually start to build proper meals with that protein, that carbs, and that fats. So it's just more simple uh, to do it this way versus getting it overly complicated and having to do these big elaborate recipes. So that's principle number one, guys. Keep it plain and simple um, to ensure that you get success, okay? So uh, number two, plan ahead. Now, what's super funny about you know planning ahead is that this is typically... I would say this is probably top five reasons why people really, really struggle. And, uh, and so here's what happens is a lot of people come in and they start trying to change their nutrition. They start trying to, you know, you know, we're a, I'm a macro based comp, I'm a macro based coach. I like to use macronutrients eventually to help people to move forward <clears throat> just because it's a measurement that I can easily tweak as a coach to help somebody to move forward. But uh, what happens is that people start tracking macros and uh, the first thing they do is essentially try to just keep doing what they're doing and make making their current ways that they do lunch, that they eat dinner, that they prepare food, breakfast. They try to continue to do the way that to do things the way they are currently doing, but make it fit the parameters of <clears throat> of their uh, macronutrient setting that I give them. Now, I had a lady. I had a lady probably a year or two ago that started with me and basically every single day she would meet, email me or message me and be like, I just can't hit my protein for the day. I can't or hit my carbs for the day. I can't hit my fats for the day. So I asked her, I said, well, what are you doing every day? And she's like, well, I wake up and I typically have my normal breakfast, blah, blah, blah. And I eat my snack and I eat my lunch and I eat my snack and I eat my dinner. And then at the end of the day, I look and I have like 50 grams of protein left. So I sat in that for a second and I was like, okay, what is the one thing that I can tell her that will help her to move forward? So I essentially came to the to this to this thought that she needs to plan the night before. So I said, "Hey, look, you need to sit down the night before, take that amount of protein and and you know all of your other macronutrients and all the calories that you have, and I want you to partition it out across how many meals you plan to eat the next day." So she sat down. She's like, "Okay, well, I've got this in the house, and I'm probably gonna have this for lunch, and I'm probably gonna have this for dinner, and this for breakfast." And she found where her missing protein was. And I was like, "Okay, so the next piece of this is I want you to add, you know, five to ten grams to every meal. Instead of thinking you have to, you know, crush this 50 grams of protein that you're missing, I want you to add that extra bit of protein to every single meal that you have and spread it across. Take that 50 grams, increase your chicken by two ounces. Have another egg." Um, for dinner, add another ounce of steak. I mean, whatever it is that she was going to eat that day. And I said, look, let's just spread it out across the day. So that second principle plan ahead is a huge deal because you can sit down the night before and you can plan in what you're going to eat the next day. And then you just eat according to script. And we guys, like you guys know that the more things are, are like done for you, the more things are scripted, the more things are like following directions or plans versus having to come up with it on the fly, the more likely you are to have success. So plan ahead is, is principle number two. You do not have to prep everything. All you have to do is just create a plan for the next day. Some people think that when I say plan ahead that they need to take this big elaborate prep day on Sunday and that's just not the case. All I'm simply saying is, is take, a, take into account what you have in the house, what you plan to eat for breakfast, what you plan to eat for lunch, what you plan to eat for dinner, and start to <clears throat> figure those things in and make them fit your numbers. 
instead of trying to make your numbers fit what you're going to do the next day. It just doesn't go, it doesn't go both ways. And you can do this, it, a, a practice that I've done in the past and that I tell clients to do is just punch this in the night before. Go look in your refrigerator, see what you plan to do the next day, and then all you got to do is follow the plan. You don't have to be like, okay, gosh, what did I eat for breakfast? And you're like punching it in and you're trying to go back uh, on as an afterthought. It just doesn't work that way. Okay, so plan ahead is principle number two. All right, so principle number three. You guys are going to hate this one, but here's the deal. You have to repeat your simplicity. Okay, you have to repeat the same things over and over and over again in the sense of keeping them simple, right? Because then eating becomes clockwork. You know, you're always going to hit your number. Um, Like we all know that everybody's busy. Okay. You're busy. You got kids, you got life, you got work, you got coworkers, you got things to do, clients to take care. I mean, like you got tons of stuff to do. So when you're busy, having a plan and having structure just goes so much further than any other thing. So repeating this simplicity every single day is a way that you guys are going to ensure that you can continue to move forward. Okay. So uh, next principle, create accountability. Okay. Hire a coach, guys. Hire a coach. When you pay, you pay attention. Okay. Most people try to do this thing on their own. And it's funny because um, during quarantine time right now, I've been joining groups and just my, my thought is just like, I'm going to add value to these weight loss groups and to these uh, <clears throat> training groups and to these fitness tips and tricks. I'm just going to add value. I'm just going to answer questions. And so many people, I, I literally was watching in one group that I'm a part of. I'm not going to go and put them out here because I don't want you guys to join in and, you know, go see what they're doing. But one of these groups that I joined every single day, I would find somebody who would say like, oh, I gave in today. Oh, I failed today. Oh, I fell off my meal plan today. Oh, I wish, you know, I wish I had, one person put, I wish I had somebody that would knock the food out of my hand. And in my mind, I'm like, so many people try to do things on their own. So many people think that they don't, like, I am a coach. I have been coaching for 10 years and I have two coaches. I have a coach that coaches me in business and I have a coach that does my training and my nutrition. I have two coaches and I've been coaching for 10 years. Half the time I know what that coach is going to tell me to do but it helps for me to have that accountability. So rather than trying to do things by yourself, you can actually move faster with a coach or with somebody that's going to give you some accountability. And it has to be somebody that you either pay for or somebody that you deeply don't want to disappoint, right? So when you hire a coach, you're more likely to pay attention. Another way you could do this, tell a friend. Tell a friend, hey, I'm trying to do X, Y, Z inside of my nutrition, right? You could ask that friend. I call it getting a battle buddy. Maybe have a friend that's going to do something with you, right? I want you to, you know, would you be interested in losing X amount or eating X amount of vegetables with me every day? Like whatever it is, getting accountability is going to, is going to help you to move forward. You could go out on your social media and you could declare to the world like, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to post every day. Your friends and your followers and your fans or your family are going to ask you about this if you go on and you declare to the world socially that you're going to do it. Sure, it's scared. Sure, it's scary. But it's scary because you know you actually have to stick to it. Okay, so if you really wanted it, you would do that scary thing. 
Okay. Um, you could go out and buy like a ridiculously expensive program, right? Like I just fully believe that every time I've paid for something in my life, I've taken it more serious. And when it was free, I didn't take it serious. And you may be nodding your head and agreeing with me right now, because I know that every time you've done something that was free, you didn't value it. But when you go out and you get skin in the game and you pay for something, you are more likely to stick to it. Uh, I, I can't tell you how many times I bought thousand dollar programs or thousand dollars worth of coaching or something like that solely for the purpose of getting accountability. I didn't really need the training. I didn't really need the coaching. I needed somebody to tell me you need to do X, Y, Z. And because I paid so much money, I had skin in the game. I did exactly what was asked of me. So that's the next piece and something that you need to do. <clears throat> so, um, next one, eat the same times every day, guys eat the same times every day. So, um, when you have a rhythm, when you, when you, um, got some brain fart right now. Um, when you have a rhythm, it helps you to stick to your plan, right? Because you know, I'm going to eat it this time. I know I'm going to eat it this time. I know I'm going to eat it this time. And it just goes so much further. So, uh, what's cool about that too, is that when you eat at the same time every day, your body getting used to this, actually it increases your daily calorie burn. Like your ener your energy expenditure is higher when your body is used to the same timing and eating windows. And this is a huge deal um, because like who doesn't want to burn more calories? On top of that, there's been several studies that shows this helps with energy levels, helps with satiety. It, and I mean like the more likely, that like if you feel good doing something, you're more likely to stick to it. So having that like normal rhythm and eating at the same times every day is a huge deal and a huge principle. And it's an easy win. I'm going to eat at this time in the morning. I'm going to eat this snack at this time. I'm going to eat this time at lunch. And then it becomes like, I've had people that have literally set reminders up on their phone. And like, these are just free wins that come through simplicity. And, and, you know, some people get stressed out by a lot of structure, but I'm here to tell you structure equals freedom. So the more structure and the more discipline you have inside of your nutrition, the more likely you are to stick to it. And some people might, you might be saying like, I can't live that way. That's not sustainable. I can't do this. And my, my, my battle back to you or my response back to you would be, you don't want it bad enough. Now let that sink in. If some of these principles you're shaking your head, I can't do that or thinking you can't do that. You don't want your result bad enough. And that's the, that's the God honest truth. Like, and, and it's something that, you know, and, and as a coach, if, if I'm coaching you through your speakers right now, if I'm coaching you, if I'm in your head through your AirPods or your, your, your earbuds, whatever it may be, just know that as I coach, number one, I care for you, right? But a coach is going to tell you what you need to hear instead of what you want to hear. And what you need to hear is that if any of these principles, um, if, if more structure and all these things are an issue to you, you simply don't want it bad enough, period. Okay, so moving on from there, next principle. Balance your protein, guys. We talked about this a little bit earlier about planning ahead. So you have to eat enough protein. At a minimum, take a look at your food right now. You should be eating at a minimum 0.8 grams per pound of body weight. It's a great place to start. Sure, yeah, you can go a little bit higher. But <clears throat> usually when clients come to me, I start low and I work myself up. The first, the first milestone, if you're, you know, if you're looking right now and you, you track your food for a day and you're eating 50 grams of protein, which is very common. If you're eating 50 grams of protein, just know that if you get coached by any, any reputable coach, their first stop is likely to be 0.8 grams of protein per pound of body weight. And then from there, it could take you higher depending on what your goals are, how much you train, how you recover, like all these things go into, 
all these factors go into go into um, play when we're trying to figure out how much protein you should eat. But that's a good place to start. Now, with the planning aspect of this, let's say you're going to eat 100 grams of protein and you're going to eat four times a day. The math is very simple. You have to consume at least 25 grams at every meal, right? That's we're talking, I think it's probably like four ounces of chicken, right? Or four ounces of beef. It's very simple to eat that much, but you'll see like, oh, wow, like my one chicken breast at lunch and dinner is not going to cut it. I'm going to end up with 50 grams of protein for the day and, and balancing your protein, right? So there's several components that go in. Like a lot of people that are, are, are you know, if you're listening to this, your likely person is trying to lean out or, or, or lose weight or, or burn body fat, whatever it is. Just know that eating more protein increases something called your TEF, which is your thermic effect of feeding. So we've all heard the term like meat sweats, right? Like you eat a lot of protein, you get real sweaty, right? If, if you've gone to like a Brazilian steakhouse, you've likely experienced this before because you just eat the steak and you get all sweaty. So that meat sweats is literally because you're heating up. Your body is working to break that protein down. So guess what happens when your body heats up to break that protein down? It has to work really hard. You burn more calories. Your body literally has to burn calories to digest the calories that you're eating. It's a win-win. And it's going to help you with cell regeneration. And it's going to help you with muscle building. And it's going to help you with, co- with recovery. All these things are positive just from eating protein. There's a lot of bull crap out there about, you know, protein, eating too much protein is bad for you. And it's all this, that, and the other. And that's fine. I, get a Q, I did a Q&A, I believe, a couple episodes ago where I, ta- I went into the why that's false and why that's a myth. You can go back and listen to that. I'm not going to go into it too much right now. But just know that's complete horse crap and is not real. Okay? Balance your protein, folks. Okay, moving on. Eat like an adult. I actually got this from uh, my mentor, uh, Cody McBroom, a uh, really smart dude, uh, nutrition coach. Uh, he, he said it one time and it really stuck with me, but it said, he said, eat like an adult. So every time he said it, it made me laugh, but here's the deal. You need to eat fruits and vegetables every day, right? Like Popeye was super right when he was like, you know, uh, his song about eating spinach, I'm going to spare you guys me singing, but Eating fruits and vegetables every day is super important because you just simply need those new those nutrients um, to help to progress in your life and to help to get results. And, and what's funny is that uh, I had a client, I had a, a female client actually. She uh, we, we were we were just kind of at this place to where she was eating, she was hitting her numbers, she was drinking the water, she was training hard, and nothing changed. We just couldn't get her body to lean out. We couldn't figure out. We couldn't figure out why. We went into maintenance. We went into a cut. We went into a maintenance. We went into a cut. And then uh, one day, I decided I would go in and look at her MyFitnessPal. And I was going through, and 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 on the surface, everything looked good. And then just something started to really strike and, and really stick out to me. And it was there was no vegetables inside of her food every day. She was hitting her macros. She was training, like I said. She was sleeping good, and her body just wasn't changing. So. I kind of went into this mindset to where I was like, you know, what is the one thing um, that we could try to add in to just see if we can troubleshoot this a little bit? And I was like, with that no vegetables thing, let's just start adding in some vegetables. That's a good place to start. So the plan was, was like, hey, I want you to have three servings of vegetables every day. I don't care what they are. You know, it could be bell peppers, green beans, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, zucchini, like whatever you want to do, just something, some vegetable. And I wanted to be at least a handful. So we added that in and lo and behold, uh, and obviously this is challenging, right? Like it's challenging to keep fresh produce in the house all the, all the time. Sometimes reheated vegetables don't taste very good. They're time consuming to cook depending on which one you have. But this was something that we set out to do. We set a plan and she agreed to it and we went forward. So 
We waited probably two to three weeks, took her into a maintenance and then back into a cut again with vegetables, with water, with everything else being controlled. And guess what happened? Down two pounds in one week, which is sustainable weight loss. One to two pounds is perfect. And then down two pounds the next week and down a pound. And then we finally got her down almost 26 pounds just by simply adding vegetables. Her body needed those fresh nutrients and all those micronutrients in her body to help to repair systems so that it felt safe enough to let go of weight and to start burning body fat. So let that soak in for a second. We have to make sure that we are eating fruits and vegetables every day. At a minimum, I say you should have one to three servings of each every single day. Vegetables, you can go a little more, you can go a little higher, but we just don't want to go too much because sometimes people will go crazy and they'll eat, you know, five or six servings of, you know, cruciferous vegetables or something like that, those dark greens, and then they'll just kind of feel bloated and just not feel very good. So my recommendation is always like, let's go one to three on each and let's see how we go to move forward on that. So um, last one, guys, this is the last principle that I'm going to share with you guys for this uh, show and just know that I love you, but here's the deal. Limit your alcohol, guys. I know that drinking is something that we do when we're social. I know it's some of us, you know, it's a religion to have beer and wine on the weekends and or sometimes during the week. But yeah, like sure, you can make alcohol work in your diet. But I want you to let something kind of soak in for a second. You literally cannot build muscle or recover until your body metabolizes alcohol. So think about that. You go do a hard training session, you you damage your muscle fibers, you raise your heart rate, you put your body into a stressful state, you go home and you drink a beer, guess what happens? All recovery processes stop in your body until that alcohol leaves your system. That means no muscle building, no, you know, putting carbohydrates into your muscle bellies to help with growth and recovery. Like those things don't happen until that alcohol gets processed out of your body. So, all knowing that all your recovery and your building stops when it enters your body. Um, another piece of that too, is that when you have had a few drinks and you guys can agree with me on this, when you've had a few drinks and, and I'm super guilty of this too, when I have a few drinks, guess what happens? I get more hungry. The, I, I'm more likely to overconsume calories because I have now had alcohol in my system. So this is why like on Friday and Saturdays, uh, I have a not, so I, Every time, no matter who's coaching me, I have like a rule. I'm going to do six days of track and I'm going to do one day's off. That one day off is because I'm most of the time I'm taking my wife out to dinner. We're going on a date night or we're just going to have a glass of wine or a beer at home together. It's just our way to kind of unwind from the week. We've been doing this for probably like a year and a half. And I tend to do this on Saturdays, Saturday evenings, because I know I'm not going to train on Sunday. And, 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 and I think there's some studies out there that say that it takes at least 24 hours for alcohol to be processed out of your body. So that means for 24 hours, I'm going to be recovery limited. So I do not want to do anything to stress my body out. So that's just something to consider and something to think about, guys. So those are the principles that are simple and something that you can do on your own. Uh, I would definitely make sure that you guys, maybe if you miss some of them, go back, rewind, uh, write those things down, and then decide which ones am I not doing so hot at? Which ones can I add into you know, my life and how I conduct business inside of my nutrition and my diet? And uh, I'm here to tell you that they are tried and true principles that work. They are not, this is not a method. It is literally principles and ones that are evidence-based and science-based and, and have been studied and they work. So just something you can add in, guys. So I hope that that was helpful for you, to, for you guys today. Um, we'll see you on the next episode.
Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show today. I know your time is valuable and I appreciate every minute that you spent with me. If you're new to the show, make sure to hit that subscribe button and to give us a rating and review. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram where I post daily motivational content and free training and nutritional information. Lastly, if you've been listening to this for a while and you're thinking about working with me and my team, go ahead and email me at cody at virtuouspit.com and I'll see you on the next episode.